We are going to start today with a quote. That way we can get into a couple of things. Because before you can unconditionally love yourself with flaws and imperfections, you will want to understand that if you cannot have compassion towards all humanity, and so that means from your heart, your body, your mind, all of it, independently from belief systems, opinions, doesn't matter what, I'm talking about the feeling. Okay, so if you cannot see that humans are not broken, that we have a embodied brain, uh, you don't yet have unconditional love for yourself, all the child parts, not talking about the conscious stuff, talking right now about your subconscious stuff, and some people are going to be like, wait a minute, Maria, but, okay, so, but, of course, everybody has their own opinion, that's the whole point, and here we have a 5D collective, not a 4D or 3D collective, so it's people who want to learn new things and understand concepts, not chit-chatter while they're hearing some other person talk. And on that note, these are not truths. These are explanations from somatic, trauma-informed courses that I take, as well as people who have moved beyond their childhood trauma, the ones who do the healing and are actively their adults. Mm. Okay, so remember that one video that I was telling you all about in at least one or two, or if not three or four, because when I find something good, I'm like, okay, I need to share it. Okay, so wait, before we do that, here's a quote, Ruth Lanius, MD, PhD. Relationships are deeply triggering to people, the childhood trauma survivors, okay? So people who have PTSD and childhood PTSD, CPTSD, okay? So this is from the Mastering the Treatment of Trauma course that I took where I learned about strategies on how to support individuals. And in this case, we're talking about abandonment as well as how to help people to reconnect with life after trauma. And the key neurobiology behind the risky post-trauma behavior and other topics. Okay, so we're going to take a pause. I'm not a therapist. I'm trauma-informed and support people. So there are people who are knowing of their own brain. And here's why we're going to use the lady's video who's a person who's healed and who gave a very good video on what to do if you have CPTSD or PTSD. And she doesn't like to use the buzzwords because she's an adult. Any person who's an adult emotionally doesn't use buzzwords. They don't weaponize words. That's not even weaponized. They, they don't need to identify. They don't need a label in the way of, here's who I am. Now you have to treat me this way. Okay? Or, oh, I'm going to cancel you because I'm going to decide that this is what it means to be. So they follow the wrong people. They don't learn about compassion. They don't know unconditional love. They know how to be in their sympathetic nervous system, modulated, uh, standing up as if they're doing something just, Oh, yes, that's right. They are looking for that. They have not yet actually grown up. So their adaptive child is still saying, I want my inner child to now be protected, defended, and I'm going to choose with my group to stand up in this energy and make a statement. And I'm going to make a bold statement too. And I'm going to use all of my breadcrumbs to prove it. So we don't do we need to prove with our breadcrumbs. We say, here's our breadcrumbs. I'm not proving shit. I'm just sharing food for thought. And if you need proof, well, I can give it to you, but I won't because you're actually not hearing anything since you are apparently in an adaptive child emotion response trying to control the situation, prove your right. So your left mode is the only thing online right now. Your right is nowhere to be found except for, oh, wait, that's right, the reaction. Let me go back again. Relationships are deeply triggering to people because they always, in this case, expect to be abandoned again. So when people say, oh, I love love, mm, yeah, some say, I don't know love at all, and 
that's a truth actually that's a good thing when somebody can say i don't know love at all because you can know love very easily it means that i treat you with love and respect and i know you're human and i'm a human and that's it it's very straightforward it's like mathematics one plus one equals two yep okay so let me finish with ruth they expect that whoever they will come in contact with will leave them Yes, so people who either say they believe in love, but then they don't follow through, or they say they don't believe in love and they still don't follow through, mm, they choose that I will treat somebody like shit based on the fact that unconsciously I expect that whoever will come into my life will leave me. And I will make up an excuse for why that's okay to do. And that's where we have all of those people who talk about trauma bonding, who are like, you know, trying to reach out to each other and, and do so much like begging between like all the insecure human beings who talk about relationships and then they talk about how they only give 1% or 2% because, you know, I'm going to protect myself as they say from people who are going to hurt me. Might as well not get into a relationship. You're still living your actual small trauma over there. So the big trauma people, they don't even know that instead of basically struggling in life if they got good therapy let's move to the lady who actually took charge of her life i don't know her story but i know one thing and her video says something very specific it was something along the lines of what i wish i knew i need to find her tagline oh yes and also reiki does not heal your inner child please any holistic practitioner who says i can heal your trauma please disengage i'm a mystic we don't heal trauma. We, we work with your aura. They're two different things. You want to understand how your brain works and get a hold of it as an adult. Otherwise, you're going to be subject to your own loops. Okay, so the lady, what I wish I knew before starting therapy. That's the name. Her name is Carrie Flanagan. Beautiful lady. Go look her up. YouTube, look up the video. Anybody who thinks they might potentially... Oh, let me go and use our lovely Patrick Tiahan, childhood trauma survivor, healed and healing, wounded inner children, will share too much in hopes to be rescued from abandonment. That's one of them. And that's where some people will recognize these types of aspects. He has a community for any person who wants to go and see the people who are healing what they do and to actually find a good therapist. So here, how you tried to be loved as a child is most likely your stuck place in the present. We got by, he says, and survived by being perfects, people-pleasing, high-achieving, selfless, popular, in trouble, helpful, helpless, accommodating, responsible, bossy, self-destructive, all of it. And then he says, think about a stuck place you have currently. Relationships, jobs, family, creativity, self-cares constantly doing is there a childhood survival belief that runs that stuck place it says self-care quote-unquote i cannot do something good for myself because i can only do stuff like that for others did we do something similar to get love growing up patrick tiahan also shares a lot of good information on what people do when they have the sentence to love yourself they they get confused and they feel this uh, shame let down. And that's because he says, oh, sure, love yourself. And then stop being stuck. And then stop dating beneath you. And then stop being codependent. And stop struggling with addiction. Then stop. What was the other one he has? So he has another sentence. What I've noticed is that people, though, they lead their lives. Because I've met not the entire billion, but I've met enough people. And then recently I've met even more. 
And you know what I noticed is they don't uh, actually take their patterns very seriously at all. No, no. There's only a handful of people, maybe one, that I'm thinking about right now that spelled out why they continue to go to therapy. I said, what motivates you? I'm just curious because, you know, a lot of people, they just stop. They think that they're good and then they repeat their patterns and it's like they're not growing any more alive. The therapists I learned from have all taught me very well how people, they actually have to negotiate with people to keep them going. And I'm thinking, why would that happen? How is a person not motivated to get out of that dysregulated embodied self? Oh, wait, they're not actually taking the work seriously for some reason. They don't understand that their body is an embodied brain. I'm not really sure. They must be stupid or something, huh? No, it's because of probably what movies i don't know i think that's changing by the way thank goodness because there's 5d educators and smart people are like wait a minute i can get out of this sucky trauma shit oh my god i'm so happy thank goodness i can connect to my real self and get out of my protective false self yes and i can treat myself better and i can treat what i can feel myself in a good way i can get out of re-traumatizing myself i can get out of being in arousal hmm, I can actually also treat other people better. I can show up and I can match the words and the doings. And now, so, okay, all of these things are very straightforward equations. Somehow, I'd say that people, no, I'd say that we didn't have the information and the story of the devil and evil and how movies make it look cool to be basically unreliable and all act adaptive children i know plenty of we had the episode when was it uh the ones who think they're badass i know i did that one either it's coming out today or i don't remember but the ones who think they're badass yeah let's just not go there shall we because it's a sad story when somebody thinks they're badass and you're really not when you cannot handle any of your emotional plane because that's the part where a person who has emotions will notice what a true badass is, and it is not a person who's violent, not a person who's shouting at you, no, 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 none of that. Mm. It's a person who knows how to consistently show up. In fact, they're so unwavering and soft at the same time that you're like, wow, this feels so safe and nice. I like it. Oh, look, you keep coming back. How beautiful. Oh, wait, you're constant. And so there are people like that. They're called people who know how to be their adult version emotionally. They have a good relationship with their body. But what's important to note is what the lady said, what I wish I would have known before she started therapy. And she lists the three modalities that help her and she feels all people should know about that have CPTSD or PTSD. And she explains why. And from all of my trauma-informed and somatic-informed information, she's spot on. EMDR finds where there's a stuck place in your actual human being brain, meaning where there's no integration or there's something so where you will loop. And then you do the child parts work, IFS, and so that's where they hold space for your child. And that's where, though, integration can begin because you begin to journal and talk about sensations that arise. And that's where it's a personal thing. It's very much a lot of emotions. They all talk about how tiring it is because, of course, we're not talking about something small this is what people don't understand which is why i understand why people need to hear about these topics and the 4d mystics they are unfortunately not doing anything good because they're talking about spiritual warfare and they're making technology ai and the science is out to be 
some type of bad thing. It's not. Okay, so you cannot become your whole self and then connect with the sphere of Akash consciousness and move into your entirety of you. You have to first get in touch with your three-year-old heart, your innocence. If you have not with your human being relationship, your body, a friend, you're not yet doing stuff because no matter what type of clears you got going on, and that's why the 4D, they're stuck in a loop. They didn't get MD, EMDR. They didn't get IFS child parts work. They're not paying attention to their own life, even if they're wording it and lipping it. If they're not growing more in love with humanity, they're not doing anything because it's only if you're healing the trust break, which means, oh yeah, they didn't show up for me, but I can show up for people. Yes, yes, I can. So as long as you're still like, no, nobody stood up for me, so I'm not going to stand up to them, you're not healed yet. You're still actually with that trauma, and you want your bypasser standards to come and defend you and say, yes, we're all going to come together, and we're going to point a finger and say, you. So those are people that have not achieved oneness consciousness. They're in their modulated embodied self, one. That's their sympathetic. They are, in fact, pseudo-alive. Because when 4D lives their lovely dissociation, which is not so lovely when you're a person who understands that they're not only having structural dissociation, they're also having depersonalization, derealization, and it's getting worse because as they allow their brain to get rigid versus move into reintegration, they're literally wiring themselves with the dark sides of neuroplasticity and remaining within a brain that functions just fine, but they're in a loop. So they create these, they don't even create, they live from a place of pseudo-aliveness. It's this um, sensationalizing. So you're in an aroused nervous system response though. And then you're like, oh, and it's like, it's like if you ever were a child, I know I was a child, right? Wow, wow. You look at something, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Okay, but these are adults. And because they will do stuff within the mystical community, that's the part. We want the mystical community, that's where 5D mystics, we talk about the psych educators, the somatics, the trauma, we are not replacing anyone, you can't heal your inner child, no, we can work with you and then a person who's trauma informed and somatic informed will know how to say, hey, I can see a pattern here, I'm going to be straight with you, I don't want your money, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear so that I can be good with my consciousness because I'm a human who's trauma-informed. These are the things I'm noticing. Here's what is working. Obviously, here's what's not working, and here's why we want extra help. This is not an insult. This is me advising and or... So here's where I don't have the need of this with my community because the community that I work with are all people who want to grow up. When I'm sharing it with people who are not in my actual community, so they're not doing inner growth, they're not doing putting it into practice. Okay, you know what they say when you, you give them info? No, Maria, humans suck. You're just emotionless or something, or something that's okay then, fine, yep, okay. I have peace out. Okay, so that's a very straightforward one because. At the end of the day, we are not here to affect each other's states of consciousness or tell each other what to do, but we're not buffoons if we're sharing information that we have been learning, so in this case, I, and we're also not going to, what's the word, insult somebody who is sensitive. The pseudo-aliveness, what I was explaining, is something that I've seen, 
And when I see structural dissociation and all of it, again, uh, there's a way you can address anything politely, but with the, here's the direct talk of an adult who's not afraid to spell out information to you because it's not offensive. It's me trying to actually inform you of something that if I don't, I will feel like, wow, they have no idea because I know you don't have any idea since you're not educated. At the very least, I need to try. It's not planting seeds. It's actual sharing information. The only people who think you plant a seed are the same ones who don't own their own brain and can't say, oh, wow, this seed is beautiful. It's not a seed, okay? So when people don't take ownership of their own mind, they get to point fingers and say, planting seed. No, no, food for thought. And if you feel it's seeds, then go somewhere else because obviously you're a child who needs to be with content that is so filtered. I'm not the one. I'm a woo-woo pseudoscience lady. Why are you here? Go to the one to five elementary school people that will talk to you in the way that you want to be talked to. Okay, so it's up to people that are utilizing platforms to have a collaborative effort, meaning trust those resources that are official for official information. It's kind of straightforward. Everything that you see online is not true at all. And when you have official sources, make sure it's the legit website. And yeah, there's hackers out there. Did anybody not get updated? So the whole echo chamber, it's people who choose their echo chamber and so on and so forth. Back to the topic of when the 4D makes up excuses for why they're in their codependent relationships and they're struggling with stuff, they have a way that they'll say, but no, I'm conscious. Yes, yes, you are conscious. And yet your brain is not in your ownership because you didn't understand a word I just spoke about how left and right mode don't work together if you are not allowing yourself to understand that this is a process of reintegration of your charged parts and trauma memory and your attachment system. So let's get back to Lady as she says, EMDR, child parts, IFS, and then somatics. The somatics is needed because your nervous system, that's where you're working with your actual ability to self-regulate. Okay, so until you have not the ability to be in your body in compassion and love with ease, I have this whole 20-minute prologue or whatever it's called. You don't know love, one, the oxytocin gene hormone on in the ventral vagal state and you in ease and that ecstasy and da-da-da. You don't need spirituality for it. You can have it if you want it. That's not why you need it. That's a whole route and yoga is ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises. The philosophy is might as well equate it to how do you want to be as a human? Do you want to treat people fairly? And then we can go on from that, okay? So there's a way that you can always talk about how people treat each other. As long as people are like, I'm going to protect myself and I learned how to play the game. They're not grown-ups and they don't know how to treat others in any way, shape, or form except for like that. And I'm sure that in their inner brain, they have a lot of shit show going on. So they have self-esteem failure as... I would use bubbly Terry Real here. You can't talk to yourself nicely or to humanity. Yeah, to humanity, you have failure on the fact that you're a human and you're not even setting an example of how to talk to people. You just decided to be, let me talk about everybody. They all broke my heart. Okay, how many teenagers are out there? Well, a buttload of them. They all think they're badass. None of them are because they're not reliable. They're not consistent and they're spiteful, and then they think they're badass because they have this little energy going about, which they have no idea is not actually 
it's not anything except for the poor body. It's all constricted and everything. And yeah, it is not a fun energy. It's tiresome. Like the tiger that pounces uh, or whatever it is he does or she does or forget how that works with the tigers, but they, and then they need to rest for like a whole day because that's it. They're done. Yeah. Person with their, uh, they're, they're not doing anything. Your body's all under stress, all their organs. So on that side note, um, being able to love yourself for people who do do the work, they are like the lady, very happy once they're like, wow, I have found myself. This is so amazing. And people like Patrick Tiahan, where he talks about open spontaneity, open-hearted three-year-old, being able to trust people. Okay, so the trusting part we won't get into right now because there's plenty that could be shared, but we're going to talk about first, if you unconsciously love with flaws and imperfections, that's where we are integrated brains or integrating brain and restorative. So you're moving into your human 101 and you're able to therefore understand we all have screw-ups and imperfections. And that means that we can all be considered unreliable. We can all be considered people who didn't say what we we're going to do. We all will have said, oh, I'll do this, and we don't do it, right? Okay, so every one of us can have that. So an adult knows none of us are perfect, which is why we're going to have those fuck-ups. Okay, that doesn't mean that we don't talk about it. No, the grown-ups talk about it. And no, we don't watch our words. Grown-ups are not sensitive egos. We're the ones who say, fuck you, fuck you, and yeah, fuck you some more. And if you can't handle it, well, okay, fine. I'll filter my words. You're not a grown-up that I'm going to want to be around that much because you are all proper and everything, and I live in 2023. <laughs> but I will make sure to respect you. I'll make sure to make my tone and use my words in a way that will be making you comfortable. But I won't be around too much because that feels like I'm conforming in a, what is that, Victorian era? <laughs> so I can get it. How old are you? I'm 43, so my generation has a little bit less of a deal with the whole curse words. But there's older people that I know that I don't establish until I do the fact that they're not as curse wordy, familiar, meaning they don't like it. Okay, so we hear what we get told, and then as adults do, we, we recalibrate because emotional adults can always recalibrate. This is the spirituality process, by the way. You're aligned with Purusha Prakriti, without yoga or with yoga. It just means, oh, you know what? I'm going to listen to what you're saying. I'm going to apologize. And if I don't like being around you, I'm not going to let you know, maybe. Maybe I will. It depends how it goes. But I know that I'm going to be out if I can't be who I want to be. Because relationships are a bonus. Securely attached people, we are not pushed around by anyone, even when they're pushing us around, quote unquote. We're just like, oh, I hope I stay in their little circle. So like when we find out, oh, really, you don't like this? Okay, so fine, I won't do it. But I do want you to know I do do it. So I've let people know who I am always, always. I don't hide it, especially if they're meaningful to me, because that means I want to establish a long-term relationship. So I don't want them to be surprised one day. And so it's like, okay, hey, guess what? I'm a mystic. Uh, guess what? I'm polyamorous. Uh, guess what? I'm also all of these things. You know what I love about intelligent people and the ones who are adults? Because that's the only ones who are intelligent, is that they're a piece of consciousness. They know that all is love. So they'll know about Holy Spirit. I had a nice talk today. And it reminded me that there are people that are still embraced in my very institution that know the truth about 
these topics. And so they might not know about Akash or yoga, but they know that the Holy Spirit is something called love. And it actually feels nice to know that there's people in that. Because see, to me, I made a choice when I did my confirmation with a person who makes a choice long term. And so I was given a gift, if you will, that not everybody that is from my background will look at me like I'm some demonic child, <laughs> while others might, which is sad, but, but it is something that I can understand as an adult that is grounded in reality. Okay, so that's the part. When you can understand people have their beliefs, it's not because they have a right to speak words. It's because they don't know how to handle when things go in a different way emotionally. And I mean handle, and I mean mentally. And here's where cognitive dissonance, and it's called rigid thinking, and it's actually something that takes place in a very specific way, and it's very destabilizing. So when you are educated as a human being in your brain, which means you hear the information you learn, and this is why it's different to be a grown-up, the spirituality process is a person who has an ego and a self, but they're able to put to the side their own personal ideas of anything and everything and to actually hear the words that they get told. So information, when I learn about trauma and somatic, I keep learning about people and the basics of the body. I already knew about the ego. So the basics of the embodied brain make it clear to me how it functions like a machine. I don't need to understand it in a way of experiencing it, I already know because I felt a sliver of trauma memory when I did my demo. And then I also am just a person who hears words that are told self loathing, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, shattered, and plus people who have suffering have described to me things. I actually know that these are horrible things people will feel, some of them. And and and, and that's why when People who want to keep saying, oh, no, there's evil, there's devils. No, these are people who are suffering literally in their body. There's hell. If only they took seriously trauma therapy with somebody good, and that's the other part. We want the good therapist. We want to get those who are not good therapists in their little boxes with their other people and go be silverbacks with your lovely little groups. But we want the good therapists out there who know about the importance of integration and how to handle people in a way of enlightening them. Okay, here's how your embodied brain works. Here's what usually, okay, this is a journey. Let me tell you what you can expect. So if you don't set expectations, like the lady also said, that's why I loved her video, what I wish I would have known. And she says, it's my personal experience, but I, and she goes on to explain why she feels so important to give these three specific types of therapies. And she concludes saying, get a good therapist. You need to do your due diligence, not need to, but you want to, because not all of them know how to do this the right way. And Patrick Tiahan says it too. So there's not all these people. There's a bunch of bad therapists out there. I've met some of them. And you know the stories. I think I shared it in another episode. So I won't share it here. So bad therapists are the ones who don't take the new information that has been found and that is continuing to build 
as valuable or important and they ignore the body. So they're ignoring the somatic approach and they're ignoring the fact that you and your body and your mind, your brain is one, but that if there's a disconnect that you need to be, you meaning the person, need to be made aware of it. And the people who are shouting at each other, they don't, the trending buzzword people don't do this. By the way, no, let me go learn about my ventral vagus. Yes, the nerve is only one thing. <laughs> you actually need to understand, are you loving all people yet? No, okay, oh, you, you're isolating. So this was hilarious when I saw this comment. I, and not hilarious in a good way. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, people do not know how to go and get help. The person basically, instead of being... Um, enlightened and uplifted by the message they're reminding themselves of the fact that because of what they do to try this is from the patrick t han how you try to be loved as a child is most likely the stuck place you're in okay so the person's comment is like ah this is why i isolate and i'm thinking wow okay so you're not only not hearing that there's a solution because this person's a therapist you're, you're actually using isolation which is not going to get you unstuck because you're needing to have relationships trauma is relational if you don't build relationships and if you don't create new experiences you can't actually get out of it and this is when i when i see stuff like this i i'm like okay adaptive child because they're the ones who are blinded they're reading stuff but they're not really reading it because if they were reading it with an open mind that would mean I'm curious about the information, not I am upset, not I'm seeking for a solution, I want a magic wand, not in the pain, but in the awareness of I'm finding how I can get myself unstuck. Okay, so long story short, people have a way with their ability to just stay with the lens of human suffering. It's the only thing that exists while they're suffering in their body. And not to become aware of what I'm doing here is trying to get myself out of that, not the other way around. So at the end of the day, we can present to people their way out. We will get told, no, 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 it's humans. They suck. I can't trust people because they're not reliable. They don't do anything. They don't show up for me. I'm the one who shows up for everyone. Hmm. And on that note, that's where their trauma is mocking up their lives. It's all serious business, but some of them are just too busy pointing fingers at each other. Okay, so one, if you unconditionally love you, humanity, no, nobody's broken. Some people are stuck. Some people are going to get unstuck. Some people are, we, 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 we're all out there living life, trying to support each other. The 5D mystics and the functional adults. So we're busy proactively engaging with anyone and everyone, all walks of life. And we do know that trauma is relational, and we know that it requires relational healing, which is why we offer the compassionate Zen master eyes. So love and respect is what people see, and when their sense of self, their felt sense of self gets seen, that's their choice point, number one. I'm seeing you, and I'm seeing you, and I'm saying, I unconditionally love you with your flaws and your imperfections, and I welcome you into my home. You are safe here. You are safe to be yourself because I'm looking at you with the eyes of, I am here for you. This is the minute that I also am a secure base for you. I'm happy to see you launch and do things and have fun. So here's for our polyamory community, the solo poly, compersion. Go and have fun with your partners. Go, 
shoo shoo. <laughs> we'll see you next time, next year, whenever it will be. It's okay. It's cool. I'm here. Peace. That's because we are securely attached. The ones who are have no issue sharing people that we love because we are safe to be ourselves. They are safe to be themselves. This is what unconditional love and we all have flaws and imperfections. But we have one thing, it's called communication. So there's direct and open, and that's what creates the relationship, okay? So not the ones who do not trust love and intimacy. No, those, they choose silence. And then they go and do all this other stuff, and they don't show up, and they're not reliable. They don't do what they're saying they're going to do, none of it. They, they're the ones who pretend to be the badasses. They pretend with themselves. We know that they're pretending, and we pretend alongside with them because we're not going to go and say, oh, you're a weak person. They're not weak. They don't have a person yet. What they have is a heartbreak, trust break. Something's taken place. They're not ready to share. They don't want it. Whatever it is, it's their business, not ours. So it's not weakness. No person is weak. Every person began life as an infant, and especially the ones who have T1s or T2s, the big or small Ts, whatever it is, doesn't matter. If they haven't been able to process their emotion, it's very deep, and it requires guts, but it requires their guts, but it requires their motivation to want to go to that depth, and because it's so scary, it's so terrifying. And the movies, I don't know, don't ask me because I would never choose to live in a body that is tortured, but I'm a person who can't relate to that. As my lovely divine masculine friend says, you don't know suffering, so you don't know what it's like. No, but I do know what it's like when people tell me that they're not choosing love and when they wake up in the morning. And I know what people who are healed tell me, and that would be that they feel better and that they were motivated to get into good relationships and to feel better in their body. So I know that the motivation is the same. It's the person who says to themselves, I'm worth it, versus the person who says to themselves, I'm not worth it. And you can't do anything about that one. So it doesn't matter if I know suffering or not. I know that there's a choice point. I'm worth it. I'm not worth it. And the not worth it, well, guess what? It doesn't cut it out because you know what I know about the people who say I'm not worth it? They're the same people who go around doing the hurt people hurt business without looking one second to say, what am I doing right now? No, no, they, they, they then, because you choose I'm not worth it, then you don't speak. You know what happens then? Now you kept it in. And you know what happens when you do the merry-go-round of the shame circles? Inner critic, outer critic, guess who's in the shame cycle? Guess what's going to happen sooner or later? You're going to have to switch teams because you can only crap on yourself so much before you're going to say, you know what? I don't think I did anything. And I've seen it happen. This is why I'm talking about it. Rumination is not some fun business. It's a person who flips back and forth, flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. It's a shame. And they had the choice point. They always have a choice point. So the I'm not worth it is not something that I'm going to be silent about because it's a choice point. A person says, I will find an excuse and say, I'm not worthy of another or whatever. And then when I get pissed in my pants because I've decided, no, because I have a cycle I'm going to actually bring forth my pissiness and justify it when anger comes around that's the moment the person loses all visibility so there's plenty of ways people waste their life in this uh, stuck place because they choose the wrong silence but they choose it because they make up some bullshit word I'm unworthy and I'm going to protect somebody from me or I'm going to protect the world let me go isolate 
mm, no, no, you, you're not ready to face your emotions. It's okay. It's scary. It's definitely something not fun. Therapists have to negotiate people to keep them there, but we have plenty of good psychoeducators and people who are healed, enough of them to say, hey, it's worth it. <laughs> you get to have your life. It's amazing <laughs> because you're never going to get those childhood years back, but at least you know you're going to be living actual relationships once you're friends with your body, that is. And so a person who finally figures that one out, they'll either be like, wow, why did it take me so long to do this shit? Damn it. Let's make sure we have more people that know that they can do it and that it's straightforward. Terry Real, I love that man. He says, <laughs> he gives a shame button like two seconds. Okay, now that you're done, let's go and tend to, because he does couples therapy. So he says, let's go see what took place here now that we know what the, what the broken part is and basically what happened to you when you were growing up and where you were in an unfortunate business. Okay, so once a person finally figures out that their true self is not defective and they dissolve that shame, they dissolve that uh, illusion, their journey to learning to love themselves begins but first begins processing those, again, in-depth emotions and becoming intimate with themselves. And then with that being said, they're going to be able to talk within a safe relationship about their trauma story because that's the moment you tell, this is what I'm ashamed of, this is what I'm afraid of, this is whatever it is. So it is, again, a very much unique journey. Every person has their choice points. It's unfortunate that some people use many, many of their years to sit in what is not any choice. It's all in the inactivity of their, the wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round. Shame cycle. Okay, so we don't have the ability to have them choose themselves or to have them get out of their stories because, again, human suffering, it has to be. No, but we can present unconditionally loving eyes and compassion and safe spaces and so what happens when we do have people who choose to take those well they share not only their story they also choose to trust in love and intimacy because they want to have relationships humanity all people deserve love all people are love not all people will access necessarily the love they are because if they don't integrate their brain, they will not heal if there are unresolved traumatic situations. And if all people don't learn about this plane of why choices are made or not, and again, we talk about personal development, relationships, societally speaking, our lovely globe will always have situations um, that need readjusting but when it comes to self-worth and loving oneself and being able to know the basics the foundation of being a human this is right now what i'm talking about we all began at zero years old we all have an attachment category we all can move into a secure attachment category, okay? So I'm trying to break it down. What I'm saying is every one of those, every, you know, 8 billion plus growing can, if they want, at some point, shape, or form, so some stay there three-year-old, 
whole heart, no trust break, and they live like all of those of us who are securely attached and unconditionally loving and laugh at life and laugh at all these things. We're smiling all the time in our bodies and in our brains. We're creating and expanding. And so we go and look outside. We're sad to see the world that is still not yet one because it's one globe. So the smart people know it's a globe. We do not give a shit about the stories from the ancient times. We care about the globe of existential stuff. And we know that there's enough human beings who use this thing called cabeza, <laughs> brain, cervello. I don't remember in France, in France, French. I studied French. I should remember the French one. Hmm. Nope. Not, not right now. I said it, said it. I, and I might have screwed up the Spanish. Yeah, Spanish is not my thing. But anyways, <laughs> the brain. Okay. So people who use their brain. We know it's one globe and therefore we don't care about the stories. We care about getting everything working here. And we're all teachable and we all know that our quote-unquote contract is to support life it's not a contract it's more of common sense because we're here so one can say it's self-serving <laughs> because of course if we can get more people to love then we can get to live more right so lots of people want to keep talking about ah humans are selfish well it's not like you're not we all are aren't you using your time in a way that you want Okay, enough about that and back to because I got sidetracked while I was trying to think of the word in French self-love and healthy self-worth. So any person in today's era, 2023, can learn about good trauma therapy and somatics and regain wholeness. And that's regain because we all will have known of one moment of secure attachment and one moment of restored embodied self. They don't have to believe in anything spiritual, but they can be into spiritual and spirituality, of course, and if they truly are, then they understand we're one big ball of energy. So we're one big bunch of people that are related to each other in one way, shape, or form. So they know their humanity. And that's the conscious planet, and that's expansion of consciousness, and that's where we are going to see only those who are speaking in a way of trying to promote collaboration the ones who are talking about the other stuff and they're not talking, they're yelling. They, they're not in the 5D collective and they're not an anomaly. They are people who we have seen before. They don't like change and that's because it disagrees with their way of thinking the world into being. And so on this note, we have those who do not like the pronouns, they don't want to see families that are made of different members. Uh, somehow, there's like I say somehow, but again, I'm I'm of a younger generation, so that's um, something that you want to remember. Subjective experiences. In the meantime, with those subjective experiences, they can learn to be respectful towards each other versus shouting, and that's one of those things that we can teach by leading with example. And when people are not going to speak up and speak truths and, and share life, the ones who project, there's no need for those of you who do unconditionally love with flaws and imperfections to do anything that is unpleasant because we get to choose the relationships that 
say in our lives. And that's where they get to choose the relationships that they build in their lives. And in all of these instances, luckily for every one of us, relationships in 2023 are a bonus, meaning you have your family and then you get to choose the rest. Now, again, our mammalian heritage is to want to be around people. So people who isolate, they're not actually in that space of healthy self-worth or healthy self-esteem because if they were, then they would not want to spend their entirety all by themselves and actually speak of themselves and of life in a way that is low of energy, okay? And that's where they can understand this if they want to. And if they don't, that's their choice. So some people isolate and they stay on that path. Those of us who instead don't, we basically come together and we share stories. So some people share their trauma story, some people share their shame story, some people share their abandonment story. And then there's the, okay, so how do we work together to get each other for those who need extra support? It's all about the ability for them to be in relationship and to self-regulate. And that's because they're now aware of themselves. And so when they get upset, instead of projecting, instead of, you know, doing their bit of leaving or whatever it is that the pattern is or drinking or again they're choosing to work with themselves so they're motivated to get out of the dysregulated and out of the pattern and when they're working with people who are securely attached they will be able to know they're safe to be themselves because people who are securely attached are the adults so securely attached functional adult means that you always no matter how somebody handles you you're able to handle them with the compassionate lens, which is why also the tone, it only gets into a firm tone if there's a level of interaction that involves those so-called games that people don't know they're playing, which is low self-esteem, indirect communication, passive-aggressive, and it would be a person who's a codependent type, the martyrs, superiors, or the blamers. So they get upset and they project and say, you should have, you need to, you this, you that. No, I don't, none of it. (laughs) Okay, so when you have people that do that, though, you say, okay, I'm so sorry about that. Let me remove myself from the equation. That way you can continue on your your beautiful life with, with those who will do whatever list of things you apparently think others can do. Well, that's not gonna happen because you know, that's the part. They are not actually thinking clearly. They're upset and they're projecting. They're upset and the projection is the adaptive child and there's an inner child. So they have a three-year-old broken heart. Trust was broken from somewhere. They weren't tended to. Somebody didn't show up for them. They're stuck in their stuff and they repeat their story and they've decided that. And recently we have had uh, enough people from whatever group that have made that consolidated decision. Of course, they have always an opportunity for different choice points, but you'll notice who is choosing to expand because those who expand, they continue to grow unconditionally loving and know that life is good. Humans are good, technology is good, none of this is bad. They actually do know about spirituality in the updated way, like I was saying, so yes, they don't do the Uh, ignorant from the medieval times when it comes to the holy spirit or to jesus or god they don't 
try and create other stories either. They just keep it basic because it's all one and in the same. It's called love and humanity. So per, a person who's 5D is a person who knows we're all people. Everybody can believe in themselves. In order for that to happen, though, they have to get a handle on their emotional system. And their emotional system is dictated by that attachment system as well as the social system. And so it's only once they're like, I'm a differentiated self, I think, and feel in my unique way. So do other people. I have subjective experiences. And there you go. And so for anyone who has had that inner child, they're walking hand in hand with their child, meaning their inner child. And like, I'm an adult now. So I'm going to be in my ventral vagal now. And they get to practice that with all people. And then they have that support of those who are always ready to stand up and they stand up whenever something goes into a specific direction in a way of saying hey uh, not cool but the reality is a person who's working with themselves they will already know hey this is what is not quote unquote cool meaning this is what some of my triggers are these are some of the things that happen so here's how i'm working on it and that's about it so usually it's pretty straightforward when they care to choose their self because they know that they're worth the time because they choose to know I'm a person and my three-year-old can be an open-hearted, spontaneous, I choose love and intimacy. I trust in me and so I trust in humanity. And I know that that doesn't mean that they're all going to be perfect. No, they're all flawed and imperfect. In the meantime, we're busy wanting to get those lovely uh, people up in those seats to start getting a little bit you know more along and let's get some compassionate human beings up there shall we <laughs> and they shouldn't be up there really but uh, we want to see actual grown-ups emotionally that's what the uh, the tainting it's all about people that have tainted glasses besides belief systems the taintedness we'll talk about again but I think we've touched upon that in a episode a couple episodes back and on the youtube channel i have an episode for it so on that note uh, compassion love being supportive of each other knowing that trauma mucks up people's lives but they get to choose if they're going to bring their self up into life or not and uh, some people choose it some people don't we can only do the best we can so that people know that they're unconditionally loved for who they are and it's safe to share their story if they choose the wrong silence it's not wrong for them for them it's right because they don't feel that they want to talk about stuff so as long as that's their choice it's a choice point and they will sit with their own stuff and they will go share it with whoever and whatever it is so again it's never wrong for the person who's making the choice and from the external we won't be saying ah you made the wrong choice no you made a choice and you can take ownership and accountability of that choice because you will have known why you made it. And if you made it because of worth, that's great. We're happy. If you made it because of unworth, we're sad. That's sad because you are worthy. There's nobody like you. Nobody can be Maria. Nobody can be whatever your name is. That's the part we're all healthy self-worth when we know not about superior or inferior as Sadhguru says when he gets asked and I use Sadhguru because he's a guru and he's wise but this is where it's common sense knowledge to the 5d collective in the enlightenment soul age group mystics or functional adults because you will have known this your entire life too that nobody is like you because nobody can have had the experience you are a physical unique being 
nobody knows what you went through. Only you can share it. Okay, so when he gets asked who he looked up to, he's like, why would I look up to somebody? I'm being myself. And I laughed because I'm like, yeah, that's exactly it. I'm myself. So people who are good with that one immediately hold for your old heart. Those who healed from their broken stuff, they're here too. But they will say, yeah, I remember when I wasn't here. It was really, yeah, I have a story for that one, but I'm over here now and I'm going to, in fact, try to keep moving that other shit away because not moving it away, but basically being okay. It's kind of like when somebody puts a finger in your ear. So it's more of, I'm going to try and move that stuff to the side because I know that it's good to just be myself and I don't need to have that other stuff come in because that's part of a story that I'm processing, but I'm beyond, right? Okay, and so it's, it's very simple to be able and just sit in equanimity because it's reminding yourself I'm not superior, I'm not inferior, I'm stating in a feeling way in my body, I'm on the floor, I'm even floored, I'm, I'm breathing, I'm worthy, you're worthy, all are worthy. The part about feeling off, to feel that any human being is not worthy, Remember my one moment of shame, the casting of the stone, when I was a teenager with the whole good and bad, not the shame of the intellect. That was a different story. No, FYI, this is where my regular listeners know what I'm talking about. But um, people who move here from having been in shamed effectiveness to the people who move from there to here, they are feeling like, oh, wait a minute, but because there's the remembrance of I... There's a remembrance of a feeling is what I'm going to say from what I've been described. So again, for those of us who easily are able to sit in equanimity, we are more of I am here, you are here, and all are here. All are love, all are deserving. Of course, we have choices to make so we can choose to treat each other in certain ways. Yes, that's fair and square. We have systems to organize that and we can have conversations like adults to address things that are important. That's always the case. So having courage to speak. Having courage to speak requires you to have healthy self-esteem because it means that you won't say no to talking. You'll say yes, and actually you'll sit and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk because you care to clear the air. That's what grown-ups know how to do independently from how emotional it can get because a grown-up emotionally knows how to Say, I'm emotional because it's important. And then to also accept if somebody, let's say there's rejection, right? So here, polyamorous status, it's something that can happen, of course. Doesn't make me feel less worthy. Doesn't make me feel more worthy. Again, and this is where all 8 billion, all people who are oneness consciousness know that every 8 billion plus automatically, they don't use the word sacrifice. They say, no, no, we can try to do everything we can to get all people like the whole Noah's Ark kind of thing on the ship, if we have that potential for it, that it'll come, you know, these extremes are only uh, taken into consideration by people who want to create excuses for why they think we can't achieve it all. The ones of us who are believers, it's because we're dreamers and we know that our dreams are actually grounded in reality because we are humans and so our brains work really nice. They're really nice when you're using them, of course with the prefrontal cortex. So unconditionally loving people know how to use the effectiveness of their entirety of their brain because we're in the frontal lobes. We're using our long-term, and when the REM is used, those disparate ideas don't involve the ancients. We move beyond spirituality for a reason. 
It's because we know that those concepts are from the ancient time and we're now in the present and, and the sciences have more to share with us and we know that we're getting all on board with bringing forth what can protect and support the future of our human being generation because the ancient people and whoever wants to say organic, apparently they forget that evolving consciousness means, in this case, we have secondary, so also intellectually. And the future is not going to be always on planet Earth. I know some people don't really want to see that far yet, but that's the truth. So sciences, not evil, needed. Yes, again, uh, some people don't, they lose track of time. They stay in the past. Some, no, we're in the now. And there's balance for everything. And we'll be back with more in the meantime. Food for thought as always. And I'm going to love each other and try to be nice. We'll be back. Have a great day.